Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. Orlando. Steve Clifford, Mitch Kupchak wanted him 
out. He can get his power his own guy. We'll get to him shortly. Uh, Hornacek and your neck of the woods was just was pretty much just there. Stan Van Gundy, you know, four years, only one playoff appearance, holding both titles. He's out in Detroit. Toronto, Dwayne Casey got fired because LeBron James didn't solve the LeBron James problem all these years, 8 0 in the last year. Like Mike Budenholzer was, just on his own out there. They said Kid gets fired in New Milwaukee because he don't get along with, with new ownership and new GM and stuff. So, Phoenix, of course, fires or watch three games, three games of the season bone. So, these changes, my good brother. I mean, these are something you were expecting to happen this year and. And let's speak about the Hawks situation with the draft lottery and winning those games and how you, how you feel about that as well. So, Bone, I'll throw it all out there at you. Take it wherever you want to go, my good brother. Talk to the good people at the Bossman Show, man. Yeah, I, I think the coaching changes were affected uh, because uh, there's some bad teams in the NBA this year. Uh, I, I know this year is a lot more competitive in the Eastern Conference uh, than years past, but I think that the fact that there are still so many bad teams and teams openly tanking, as Mark Cuban got fined for saying that it's best for his team to lose games. He got banged for that. I think that's evident that there are so many bad teams and doing it on purpose. The Bulls, they set, they set uh, Lopez, you know, because, because they didn't want him, you know, winning games. Uh, you know, the, the Suns, they started almost all kids. Uh, it's just some bad teams, and I think that ownership, I think, might have been pressed by by uh, Silver. I think Silver pressed these owners and said, you know what, we're done with this tanking stuff. You got to get right. You got to get guys in who, who, who actually want to win games and are competent. And I, I think that's what happened uh, with, with, with a few of those spots in the NBA. Uh, with, uh, of course, you know, with, you know, with your boy Bud, he was also in a, in a vein where he didn't want to tank. And I think that he kind of weaseled his way out of Atlanta he failed up because now he's going from a place that now has to all over again, a place that he has to destroy with his own bare hands. And now he's going to a, a winning situation, which beyond me, I don't know how he landed up. Uh, but I think the turnover in coaching was to be seen this off season because of the way that Silver is trying to crack down in his own way on tanking teams. Do you feel if the Cavs lose, uh, if if the Cal if if, if if LeBron James leaves, do you feel that the, that Ty Lue is gonna be out, or they let him see what he can do without LeBron James as being a head coach? You know, I, I think that I think that he might stay for another year. See, I don't see. I don't think. I don't think that that once LeBron leaves, and I think it's more when, not if. I think when LeBron leaves. Uh, I think that Lou might get one more try at it to see what he can do with kids, and because it's really not his fault. The the the, the front office, you know, Kobe went all in with with, with trying to look, you know get his roster loaded up with the veterans and guys who are playoff tested, and now we're seeing that it's not really working. Um, I, I kind of think that that they might give Lou a reprieve and might give him another shot uh, because so what happens is these positions now are all drying up. So what options are are there for the Cavs if they do want to move on from Ty Lue? Do they go call Van Gundy? Or, you know, I, either one, I, I don't know. They call Mark Jackson. I don't know. So th- there are there really aren't many options out there in the free, in the free market right now for coaches. Uh, I know I, I thought very highly of Steve Clifford. I thought he did a very good job in Charlotte considering that Michael Jordan screwed up so many drafts 
uh, over the years with the Hornets, uh, that Clifford actually made a, you know, a playoff appearance with, the, with, with that roster once. So I, I, I don't know if Lou gets canned once LeBron leaves. I think he gets another year of it, at least. And uh, how do you like the hiring of Lloyd Pierce in Atlanta coming from Philadelphia? I mean, I, I, I hate his contract. Like I told you off the air, I, I don't like that uh, three-year guarantee with a fourth-year team option. That that's a to me, that's really a, a two-year deal. The mask is for, but whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, I think a lot of these young guys, you know, I think the young coaching guys coming in now, all those fresh faces, and, 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 you know. You know all these new unknown names. I think they're almost kind of forced to take what is offered to them. They they have no leverage and no bargaining power. Uh, I think that's why the, the the big name guys like like a Van Gundy or Mark Jackson are still still not without jobs because they they know that they go to negotiations. They hold a, a lot of leverage, a lot of sway. Uh, so you, you can almost, if you're in ownership, you can almost take a, a guy who's young and untested, unproven, unknown, and give him a crappy deal. And say you know work with this and, and see because if you're a young aspiring assistant coach, you're not going to turn down a head coaching offer. You're just not because there not there aren't many out there. You know there are only what 30 teams, so you're not going to turn down a guaranteed coaching head coaching gig. So for a guy like Pierce, he leaves Philly, which is on the uprise, and he he goes comes down to to y'all. And I think it's a good move as far as because he's a players kind of coach. But, you know, almost all assistant coaches are player coaches because they're, they're not really in charge yet. Now we're going to see what happens now when he's one seat over on the bench. That's the big difference between the assistant coach and head coach. Now this guy gets almost a short leash. But he had to take it because ownership had all the upper hand on this. Yeah, you, you got to take it, you know. I mean, my thing is, can you just make it a four-year and just, like, how hard is it to make that fourth-year guarantee rather than be a team option? That's just my thing. Well, like the guy in Phoenix, the straight three-year deal. Really? Oh, no. That's horrific. That's not good. It is. Like, it's, it's really a bad deal for him. It that's is. two years. Like, it really – and just think of that roster, how young it is, and when they're going to – they're probably going to add Aiton, who's, what, 19? Or they'll add Doncic. That means you have who's what, you got two 20? years to show you show your two years. Yeah, so so you're gonna have a two year run with a team that probably is about uh, four years away, and what you're gonna do is, as a coach, you're gonna groom these young guys, and well, then they're gonna finally blow up, and they're finally gonna blow up and be good players, but you're no longer there because they, they long fired you, so you've done all that work and all that groundwork for nothing. Because now these guys are blowing up in their fourth, fifth year, but you've been long gone. Two years is not enough. Three years not enough for the first son. You're gonna need a, a full rebuild. Because right now they're playing kids. They're playing guys who are 19, 20 years old. So you're going to need a coach to be there with a good four or five year plan. And you're not allowing these guys to grow with their players. So what has happened is it's going to be a cycle. It's going to be the same cycle. They're going to hire a guy for a two year deal with a, thir- a third year team option. It's not going to work out, obviously. And then they'll fire him and they'll keep, just keep doing it over and over again. The vicious cycle, they need more security to have their plan implemented. Because I got Bickerstaff here in a straight three years. James Borrego in Charlotte, three years with a team option on the fourth. Pierce, three years, team option. Fizdale and Bootenhoser, straight four-year deals. Yeah, I, I think that makes more sense. I think because ownership of both the Bucks and Knicks realize that these two guys, even though people, I know people don't like Bud, 
he holds some kind of weight for some reason around the league. He's highly praised for some reason around Pat the league. Pat Riley for Fisdale, Popovich for Bud. Yeah, exactly. So when, when you have those kings, Riley and Pop are king of kings. So when you have them vouching for you, it holds a lot more weight. So that did, it gave Fizz and it gave Bud that extra year. So now they have a full four-year plan ahead of themselves. And it, it made sense from ownership because they, they, they had Pop and Riley vouch for them. Uh, but the other guys, they're, they're all screwed. So they're all going to bad situations, and they're all going on these two- and three-year deals, and they're going to just be chewed up and fit out. And see, folks, let me tell you what it is. All these coaches got three years guaranteed. But if some of them got straight three years, and they have a, that funny fourth year, the team option, I call it a funny fourth year. Because after year two, you're a lame duck with a team option. I, I mean, guys know what that means. You know? Oh, so now if it's your option, you know? And the Atlanta Hawks are far away. Phoenix is far away. Memphis far away. Now, James Borrego and Charlotte, he got some pieces to work with. But that's going to be yeah. broken down soon because you got Batum on a bad deal. Dwight Howard last year, his deal. Marvin Williams on a bad contract. So that can and be- they and the, and the Hornets, they tried to move Kemba Walker. That I think people forget that. They came close to moving Kemba. They're only all-star on the roster. Uh, the only reason it, it fell through on some teams that I was told was because the Hornets insisted on including Batum, his bad deal, and teams said, no way, I'm not doing that. But the Hornets really wanted to trade Kemba at that deadline. So this well, is something they know they can't, they can't that, resign him. That's why. Yeah, yes, exactly. So so this is something that's going to be haunting Charlotte. And I think Kupchak is very good at his job. But he's almost his ha- he's, he's hands tied with this roster. Uh, some and with Michael Jordan being so frugal, too. Yeah, well, it's funny because Mike, Mike should know what it takes to build a winner because he was on so many winners in his career as a player. And now he's like, he's at best a mediocre team owner. So, I mean, so it's interesting to see how he handles this going forward because this roster right now it has some talent, some pockets of talent, but overall they're not ready either. And it's shocking, Doc Rivers got a contract extension from the Clippers. Now, with Lawrence Frank being the GM now, man, he hired Lawrence Frank. Now he's Lawrence Frank. Now he's Lawrence Frank's boss is now Doc Rivers. And he probably took a haircut with the $10 million he was making. But I guess the Clippers overachieved this year. And he lost Mike Woodson as his lead assistant. Mike Woodson now is with the Clippers on the staff. Well, I mean, the Suns on their, on their staff now. So Woody's in Phoenix now. Uh, it's it's going to be weird, man. The league is... The league is uh, tripping, Bone, and I, I, I was a report out about <laughs> potentially the league expanding to thir- 32 teams with Seattle and Kansas City. I would like that well, if that happens. I would love a, a team in Seattle again. Uh, I would say why not just contract or move a current team that does poorly in sales. Uh, there really isn't a need uh, for certain teams in this league, so why not give it back to Seattle? Because Seattle was one of the best fan bases in the history of American sports. Seattle Supersonic fan base was amazing. They sold out Key Arena every night. They have the, one of the best high-flying shows in the history of NBA with, with Peyton and Kemp. It's a shame that they got robbed of that. And, and, and it's the shame that Stern robbed us of that. Uh, so they're really good team in Seattle like, 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 like right now. 
And what I read, Red Lyman will, will put Memphis in the Eastern Conference, which makes sense to me, I guess. Putting them in the Eastern Conference yeah. and, and leaving Seattle and KKC in the Western Conference and realigning the West out there, where you have like the California teams as a division. You pretty much have the Lakers, the Clippers, the Golden State, and the Kings of the division. You have Denver, Portland, Seattle, and, and I guess Minnesota. You know, what yeah. I read. And you have the Southwest division pretty much with those teams. In Texas, with New Orleans, there. So, you know, it'll be kind of a weird thing to have, you know, there's like the Magic, the Hawks, the Heat, and the Hornets in the same division. You know, you know, got Memphis in there with Indiana, Chicago, and them, and Milwaukee. So, it'll be interesting how they had a realignment with it. They would do it. But they said it's, it's not too too far away. It's far away, but not too far away. But they're trying to get Kansas City and get, uh, and get uh, Seattle, and they're talking to the players about getting more jobs, being more jobs, making the D League more viable. So all these things going on in the league, man. I would, I would love to see a team, you know, them two teams coming back, and also keep a team in Memphis. No, I'm not fond of Memphis. I'm not fond of the city like like that. But I used to live there, <laughs> and I know that they need something to do in Memphis. That team brings that city, that city joy. Cause not much joy there since Dr. King got killed there. They're still stuck in that in the 60s in Memphis. So, but they need something to cheer for. So I don't want the team to move to Seattle and go away and them that's it has to be a dead spot in downtown Memphis like it already is. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, I hear you saying. I know that you're saying that as far as the communal effect, and as far as the profit in the city and jobs and stuff, that the the city does need the Memphis Grizzlies there. But really, as you're talking about just for late performance lately, performance wise. They really don't need the Grizzlies in Memphis anymore, and they don't need the Grizzlies in the West. That makes no sense. And they don't need the Kings. And honestly, I, I I know I'm sorry they had they had they had a good run with you know with D. Box Weber, Pasia, those guys, Bibby. That was a good run. But since then, they've they it's been a hellhole. It's been a sinkhole of basketball, uh, where, where where no one can win and thrive in Sacramento. They really don't need a team in Sacramento. They really don't. And Kansas City, they tried it before with the Kings. The Kings left Kansas City to go to Sacramento, and because Kansas City couldn't hold a, a professional basketball team, so what makes you think now that it'll work? So I, I don't know what Silver has has in plan for this for this, as far as realignment and stuff. But to me, there are some teams that don't belong where they where they are right now anyway. I'm with you. Well, folks, this is this is Bone with me. The Boston Bone said we got one more something for you people. We're gonna talk to you about the. Knicks, his bone specialist in the New York Knicks with my man, David Fisdale. Take that for data here on the Boss Man Show. Back after the break. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs. Check out the fine folks Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching. 
and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guides you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis. <laughs> 